Welcome to the TEDx Santa Barbara podcast, a behind the scenes view of our upcoming TEDx. We talk to team leaders, designers, and past speakers to give you insight into the inner workings of the show. Each conversation will offer you an interesting dimension of TEDx to help you better appreciate this amazing all-volunteer effort. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host and producer of TEDx Santa Barbara. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am excited because you know I do this podcast to give you a behind-the-scenes with upcoming events at TEDx Santa Barbara. And if you've been paying attention, you know that we are doing adventures this year. Our next adventure is going to be August 13th, and it is at the Santa Barbara Museum of Natural History. And I have Brianna Saptivi with me. She is the Director of Marketing and Communications. So she is the perfect one to tell us all about the upcoming adventure. Brianna, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I remember um, getting to meet you when Courtney and I went up to the museum in, in the back of the building. For those of you who have not been to the museum, this is a perfect opportunity to, to come check this amazing treasure uh, in Santa Barbara. We got to sit in the back uh, he had this big table set up for us, and it's right on the creek and with all the oak trees. And tell me, how long has the museum been around? Yeah, so we just celebrated our centennial in 2016, which makes us 103. We're Santa Barbara's first museum. Oh, Santa Barbara's first museum. And is it correct that, I think I got this right, that it started with um, some Santa Barbarans who wanted a place to house their bird egg collection. Yeah, exactly. Our founder, William Leon Dawson, had been an um, avid uh, birder and bird egg collector. It was quite a stylish thing to do for the well-to-do in the early 1900s and late 1800s. Um, so he had amassed quite a, an array of different colors and sizes of eggs and I can only imagine that his wife was getting fed up and said you've got to get this out of the house it has to go somewhere else um, and they started just down the road from us in Mission Canyon in a beautiful Victorian um, and then in 1923 we were given the um, the space that we're at now which is the museum home on 17 acres of Oak Woodland along Mission Creek. So our building was actually built as a museum. Some people think maybe it was a, a house before, but it, it was all purpose-built for the museum, starting as the Museum of Comparative Oology. And oology is the study of birds, uh, mating habits, and nests and eggs. So that's, it all started with an egg. I, you know, I, I love that story. I can't get enough of it. I love the bird hall for those mm -hmm. of us in Santa Barbara who have bird feeders or love watching the, the many types of birds in the region and you don't have the little guide. All you need to do is go in the bird hall and you can see all of those, like the amazing ones that I'm looking at right now in my backyard uh, are, you know, I've, I've learned about them uh, by going to the museum. So when we were kicking around ideas for an adventure, I just, I love the museum so much. And I think that others do too. However, I know that there's a behind the scenes uh, opportunity at the museum because you only 
and you can't show everything you have. And so when we approached you to uh, help us curate an experience for our community, you guys, you came up with a really good idea. Why don't you tell our listener what we're going to do? Sure. Um, so a lot of people don't realize that what we put out for the public is just a portion of what we have. We have 3.5 million specimens, and there's uh, a lot of range and size and um, diversity within that. Our largest specimen is the blue whale skeleton. We lovingly called Chad out front of the museum, which has sort of become the icon landmark for the museum, all the way to microscopic orchids and microscopic shells, if you can imagine. Um, and then everything you could think of in between from fossils and gems to um, vertebrates, invertebrates. We have an archive um, that includes a 16th century apothecary book, which to me looks like a, a witch's spell book, a grimoire. Um, and then we have antique prints from Audubon and his colleagues and um, predecessors and also all those people who came after him. Um, so each of the halls at the museum represents a portion of our collection. So what's behind the scenes is really in our collections and research center. Uh, we have about 20 staff back there, curators and um, collection managers and assistants who are constantly cataloging, receiving new specimens, um, describing new species, and we host um, dozens of scholars from all over the world every year to come look at our at our collections to use in their own research. So the behind the scenes is really getting into the daily work of the museum. Um, we have a department of vertebrate zoology, uh, which also includes all of our um, paleontology and, and fossils. And then we have our invertebrate zoology, which is, has a lot to do just because of our location near the ocean. A lot of marine specimens, you can think of everything from octopuses and giant squid to teeny tiny mollusks. Um, and there are quite a few uh, tropical species in there as well of shells you never thought could be so large and so beautiful and so intricate. Um, and then we have our anthropology department that has a lot of knowledge and expertise in, in Chumash history as well as other tribes in California and in North America. Um, and then we have our library and archives and our art gallery. Um, but for this adventure, we're really going to focus on the vertebrate zoology which actually you got a little peek at when you came oh to visit. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I uh, snapped a photo of it because I, I couldn't believe what I was looking at, just trays and trays of, of birds and mammals um, that have been lovingly prepared and archived. But some are, you know, they go back to the last century and they're like 80, 90, 100 years old. I was, mm. I was surprised. And, and I, uh, in my photo, um, I actually zoomed in and I was able to look at the tags because everything is tagged. Like there was this whole tray of woodpeckers and, you know, where they come from. But what really got me was um, Dr. Krista Fay uh, was the one who was leading us on this, uh, this tour when she's going to be leading um, the adventure. She was telling me on the otters, and I'm, I'm assuming mm. this is for all the other animals, that they could take a one of the hairs and then through their science they could uh, determine what the, the otter had eaten 
and they could mm-hmm. tell by looking across generations of animals um, how the food sources have changed. And I'm and 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 Krista, I'm probably getting exactly wrong, but the general no. idea was, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, what what they learn. And then while I was there, there were four or five students who were cataloging. So they were doing intern work. And Mm -hmm. I was just, you know, I think that's a part of the museum we don't get to see. It was was phenomenally impressive. And I think as as Tedsters, we are naturally curious and inquisitive and getting to learn about uh, something right here in our in our hometown that is a world-class resource. I didn't realize scholars come here from other uh, other areas to study. That makes it even better. So tell us then, we're going to, I think we're going to meet back behind the new butterfly exhibit. We went to that on the opening weekend. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. So people <laughs> will be able to see that as they, they walk by. That, that's just spectacular. And then there's that beautiful area out in the back that we're going to kind of queue up and have some wine and snacky bits. Well, it is Santa Barbara. There's the requisite wine and snacky bits if it's an evening event. Um, Yeah, this summer we have our Butterflies Alive exhibit, which is in our brand new butterfly pavilion. And at any given time, um, we're rotating dozens of species of butterflies, native and non-native species um, throughout there. So on a really sunny day, it's a thousand live butterflies fluttering around you and it's it's just a magical one-of-a-kind moment that you wouldn't be able to have otherwise that is going to be a bonus and, and what i loved because we we took our six-year-old grandson on his birthday there because he's a dinosaur aficionado because uh, the yes. other <laughs> thing is you've mm-hmm. got that uh, dinosaur exhibit. I guess that's a traveling exhibit. So it's here for the summer. Tell us just a little bit more about that because that's going to kind of be going on just by walking around. Yeah, I can actually hear the dinosaurs roaring from my office. Um, <laughs> we have <laughs> nine animatronic dinosaurs across the creek in our wooded area that we've named Prehistoric Forest. Um, they're nearly life-size, so T-Rex is a mere 11 feet tall. Um, we have a Triceratops and, and two babies. We have an Ankylosaurus and her two babies. We have Stegosaurus, um, all of the key players. And I actually know that they are lifelike and really believable because my 45-year-old husband went over across the creek and I didn't give him any warning and he saw T-Rex roaring at him and he jumped. So it's very, <laughs> it's, uh, we can't exactly imagine how things were, but it, it's pretty good out there um, because it's in this natural wooded setting. So dinosaurs really blend in They're They're a bit camouflaged. So you do feel a bit like you're, you're exploring a, a forest and these creatures are just it popping up around the corner. Realistic because my six year old is the Wikipedia of dinosaurs <laughs> and was standing there saying, Hey, pops, this is an Ankylosaurus. And yeah. there was a couple standing next to us, and they looked at him and they looked at me like, What was doing? He, he knows these really long words and he loves it. And he knows they're not real, yet at one point he picked up a leaf and tried to feed it to it. So, um, <laughs> You know, it was great. So, folks, you're going to get to see, you can wander around that back area. You can enjoy wine and cheese. You get to listen to 
Dr. Fay take us through the um, the vertebrate zoology collection. You're you're absolutely going to be amazed. Um, and the event is August 13th. We're going to meet at 5:30 to 7:30. It's fifty dollars. Helps uh, defray the costs uh, of this. You can get your ticket because I think we're only doing 30 people. I may have that wrong. It may only be 20. Uh, it's a small space that we're going to fit into. So you don't want to miss out on this. Brianna, thank you so much. And please thank all of our good friends at the museum for helping with this TEDx adventure. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be involved. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Behind the Scenes at TEDx Santa Barbara. To be sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe to the show and our newsletter. Information about our speakers, tickets, partners, and volunteering is available at TEDxSantaBarbara.com. Our main event is November 16th at the New Vic Theater. Tickets are available on our website. We're looking forward to seeing you at an upcoming event.